you for visiting 32 Kings Road, hosted by the League Ambassador. Yes, sir. I'm Ambassador Kenny Ken Ken, and it is my pleasure to be here today with my brothers. That was a really fast fade out. It <laughs> was an evaporation. <laughs> 20 seconds. And it is a pleasure to be here today with my brothers. This is episode 17. Of the 32 Kings Road vodcast. In two weeks, actually, Ambassador Kevin will be in studio with us in the city. So yeah, you will yeah, be yeah. able to see him in the flesh. He's not as light as he looks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> as a reminder, you can follow us on social media everywhere uh, at The League AM. That's on Facebook, that's on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, uh, we have our own uh, YouTube channel. Uh, please visit the website www.theleagueam.com. Shout out to Dome Headgear. They are doing a good job looking us, you know, looking out for us. And uh, let's get into the show. Devin, what you sipping on, brother? Good to see you. What up? What up? Yes. I'm sipping on 29 plus 11 plus 90 equals 60. <laughs> oh God! Last week it was Latin and Greek and Hebrew. So now, so now, break that down. Down. now he Mike Epps. No. No. So that's twenty nine minutes and eleven dribbles and only holding the ball for ninety seconds. Uh, yeah, sixty Clay points. Alexander Thompson. That boy can shoot the ball. Drops sixty points in twenty nine minutes. In twenty nine minutes, eleven dribbles. He did with one minute left in the third. He hey. had forty at the half. Hey kids, catch and shoot. <laughs> That's the new math. Yeah. All right. And the worst part is he's probably the first person to get straighted from the team if they don't win this championship this year. Yikes. Ooh. Kevin, what you sipping on? Well, that and it also helps being a daywalker, but I digress. <laughs> Hi, daywalker. I, <laughs> hello, sir. <laughs> I'm uh, sipping on the fact that this weekend uh, marks the 20th anniversary of my family living in this house, which we've dubbed Club 29. Yes, sir. Um, it served as, as what we call headquarters for almost everything our family's done in, in the last 20 years. Um, more importantly, it's the Bird Cave for Ravens games. Cool, cool. But, uh, we, Yes, sir. We've had pretty much everything here. We've hosted everything here except for a funeral and a wedding. Um, we have, what, Joe's bachelor party was here. We, oh. We've had... Everything. So, hats, hats off to, to says, my folks for, for bringing us here. Okay, Kevin, I want you to make sure that this episode gets broadcast to everyone in your family for that shout out. I will. I will. Les. I'll be here this weekend. <laughs> right. What you sipping on, Les? RG3. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, folks. He's back. <laughs> Kenyon really likes that. My question is, is Hugh really giving him a shot, or is it for the lack of anybody better on the squad? Same time. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> I, I'm, I got the answer to the question, but I'm going to answer it later he, in the show. I think Hugh don't give a fuck. I mean, hey. He's solidified, right? Oh, At yeah, least for good. this year. Nah, I, I, I'm, I got the answer later in the show. So. Okay. <laughs> he hopes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, folks, last week we went 3-0. It was a good week. Uh, let's get the Kenyon teasers ready. Number one, Detroit at home against Chicago. Their favorite to win. Uh, the spread is eight. Tease that down seven to one. Uh, they'll win. 
Just enough said. That one. Uh, we got a weather game. Fuck you. We got a. It's okay. We got a weather game. I agree though. We got a weather game in Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo versus Pittsburgh. Uh, it's going to be snow. It's going to be wind. A lot of wind. Uh, the totals forty-seven. Tease that lineup fifty-four. Take the under. And then finally, we got the ugliest game. Not only this week, but the ugliest game of the season. Jazz 49ers? No, really. Minnesota Jacksonville. Oh, oh god. Okay, Minnesota Jacksonville. Why is that not on Thursday night then? Uh, <laughs> 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 we got uh, Xavier Rhodes is going to shut down Allen Robinson. Blake Bortles is regressing by the minute. Sam Bradford is on life support. I don't know how any points are going to get scored. So tease that line of 39.5 up to 47 and take the under for sure. Okay, so again, that's Detroit to win by one, teasing the, teasing the spread by seven. The game line in Buffalo-Pittsburgh, tease that up, take the under. The game line Minnesota-Jacksonville, uh, tease that game line up seven. Put $100 down and thank the league ambassadors. Question. question. If I put 1000 yeah. down, what would I win? A lot of money. <laughs> uh, the final thing I want to do is I want to drop this double entendre oh, Lord. about Blake Bortles. <laughs> he is dumpster fire sex. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you know what our definition of sex is, you know that that means that it's trash. But also, dumpster Fire sex. If you've had sex at a dumpster trash. <laughs> While it's on fire. <laughs> While it's on fire. You might be winning, though. You need to re <laughs> no. You need to reevaluate some things. I, I guess I got to look back. Omar. <laughs> Omar, what you sipping on, baby? Oh, God. All right, I'm sipping on the fact that I look like a cancer patient with this haircut, but I need a tan. It's okay. Give me another week. I'm going to be all right. Oh, my God. The real thing I'm sipping on, you know what, Kenya? You know what, Kenya? By the way, Jasmine said nice cut. Thank you. Thank you, Jasmine. I appreciate it. I'm not like Joe. I'm not going to tell you to be quiet. (laughs) We respect you. (laughs) So I'm sipping on boxing, as always, and we have a great boxing weekend. At least we think it's going to be a great boxing weekend. There's three. There's three high quality, actually four high quality matches. So one of them should hit. So we got Bud, yes, Bud versus Molina, Terrence Crawford. Yep, where he should look good. That is, should be a good. That should actually be a good. It should be entertaining. I mean, it should be entertaining, but it, it should still end up with with uh, Crawford being victorious. Is this yeah. the stepping stone to um, Pacquiao? But he doesn't need a stepping stone yeah, to Pacquiao. Pacquiao just needed extra time okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be talked into taking that ass whoop. The problem is he needs to look good. If he looks good enough, then they won't have a question not to give him the fight. Yeah, I think it's. I think. I think. To. I think the stepping stone is can they make the viewership big enough because of how Bud looks this can, weekend? Can he look too good? No, no. Never too no. Good. no, no, you and can look too no, good Bob, to, no, 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 to no, no, where no, they want to Bob. Okay. Not with Bob. Now, Bob, 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 been, it up. Bob has been well, willing to Bob is serve looking up yes. for next. somebody to serve up. <laughs> He's looking for next. Yes. Yes. He's looking for next. But the problem is, Bud Bob has Aram, a style. That is. Uh, Bud has a style that doesn't always come across as exciting, as- aesthetically yes. pleasing. Yes. So, but he can, you know. Either way, he's next. It'd be a good so tough test. After one. that, we tough. got Abner. Yeah, versus Jesus Cuellar. Yep. Say that again. Jesus 
Aquila. Abner should win that again. Yeah. Freddie Roach versus Robert Garcia. Which Those are the all, trainers. Which is always a good uh, yeah. combination to fight against. Yeah. Dude hasn't fought in a year, though, that uh, Abner's fighting. Uh, Jesus? Yeah. He's got po- He's from Argentina. He's got power. So there, there's that. Uh, everybody in Argentina can swing. <laughs> they, they, they may not be at a box, but they can swing. They can swing. And, Ab- and we've seen Abner get, get folded. Yeah. We've seen him get folded before. Then we got Charlo. Yeah, that's one the of fight. the Charlos. That's, that's an interesting one. Yeah, which Charlo is it? The hard hitting one or the like when I, I nah, it's the it's not the hard hitting one. It's the, the other one. Yeah, so the you know one. he's fighting, right? Julian Williams, J Rock. That's uh, I thought it was Jackson. Nah, it's Julian Williams, Williams. Oh. who's trained by I don't. And and here's the thing, I don't know if Brother Nassim is training J Rock right now. I think mm. it's actually Stephen Edwards, but okay. he comes out of Nassim's camp. Um, but I think Nassim is actually dealing with some health issues because oh, really? he's not training Bernard for Bernard's last fight. Because he's wow. been ch- dealing with the health issues for a long yeah, time. Yeah, strokes okay. and, and stuff. Um, John, and David, John David Jackson is actually training Bernard for his fight. And we, and we hope that that brother comes through with his health yeah. issues. Yeah. Okay, because he's a good brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then the last fight is, and the question I pose to you guys is Joshua. Anthony Joshua versus Eric Molina, yeah. yeah. The UK hype, or is he hope? Is he the answer to UK for the heavyweight division? Man, that's a that's a tough question because we haven't seen enough. It's been 17 fights. Right. He's looked good. Um, we won't know after this weekend because the guy he's fighting, <laughs> Molina, Another he's, Molina. Been, he's, been K- he's been KO'd by Wilder, who we, we've kind of seen Wilder. We, we need to see more of him. I'd love to see them two fight. I think that's where yeah. we're heading. And he also lost to uh, Ariola, who we know is a heavyweight stepping stone. Yeah. And by knockout for both. I think Joshua looked good. I mean, he's a specimen, man. I mean, 6'6", six, six, yeah, he's an 240. Yeah. He hits hard. He boxes well. But he's an athlete. Just not enough, but not a, a big enough body of work to see. Yeah, sure. we, I, think he, he, I definitely think he's a big unknown. Um, I like him. And uh, we need to see more. We're not going to find out anything this weekend against Eric Molina. I think a Wilder. I think him and Wilder are basically in this kind of in the same boat. Question. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which heavyweight now has the best jab? Right I was, now, I was thinking about that earlier because you know Muhammad Ali's thing was you know probably fights are easy if you guys. I still think it's Wilder. I, well, no, I still think I think it's still I think it's still Klitschko. I yeah. think Vladimir. Right. Well, let's take Klitschko out of it because he's he he's more well. done than he's not. Probably Wilder. Well, Wilder has Wilder has developed his jab. His he's yeah. got a hell of a trainer. I can't think of the guy's name right now. He looks like a barber. <laughs> um, it's Stafford. It's not Stafford. Is it? It's not Stafford. It's it's something else. But he. Uh, Breland, like Breland, yeah. Mark oh, Breland, yeah, the great uh, amateur. Yes, he's yes, a good yes. amateur fighter, and he's been working with him, adding more tools to his kind of his arsenal. Yeah. And in in his last two or three fights, Deontay Wilder has developed a, a very nice and jab. The reason why I ask that is because of Klitschko. Yeah, dominance because of the jab. Absolutely, absolutely. And Muhammad Ali, dominance mm-hmm. because of the jab. Yeah, when you have a jab as a heavyweight. It's almost impossible it's a to power beat you. punch. Yeah, I think um, I think with Anthony Joshua, uh, we want to see more. I think we want to see more of his boxing acumen. Mm-hmm. I think when um, Deontay Wilder went against uh, Stavern, yeah. we started to see yeah, that you he know was, he had that he had more tools. tools it wasn't yeah. just a knockout, and which so, he's been talking about. We just didn't see exactly. It. And I think so. I think with Anthony Joshua, I think that's where the jury is. Is is we want to see kind of more tools in in the tool shed. Now, if Wilder and Joshua fought, who would you guys pick? 
I don't know. I need to I see, see Joshua it. more. I want to see it. Yeah. I, that's 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 definitely because I'm not sure about Wilder. Every I'm not sure and, about Joshua and, either. Yeah. Like it's both of them. It's the same thing. It's we. I need to see more. Yeah. There are certain fighters like Bud, oh, like yeah, Crawford. Yeah. I don't need to see more. Right. Yeah. Like the the the, the, uh, the Decepticon. What's his name? Oh, Lomachenko. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Um, what's my man name? Who? Uh, you got to warn me before you start dropping. <laughs> Transformer. I call him the Decepticon all the time because he hit like the dude to come oh, out Errol of the sound. Like Errol Spence. Yeah. 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 He hit like Shockwave. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to see more of him. We yeah. know who... Certain boxers you need to see more to, to figure out who they are. Yeah. Then there are other boxers you see them once and it's okay. That's the truth. Yeah. So Joshua, we understand he's an athlete. We understand he's he's a great athlete, but are you a great boxer? Phys- physically, um, physically, I, I like Joshua's base more than Wilder's. Wilder looks like he'd be a great Basketball six seven player. power four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Joshua Tied has a, has a little bit more of a base. The legs tell yeah, the story. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kevin, all you need to know is just just tune in to Showtime this weekend. Okay, none of these guys were in Creed, right? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> let's get into our history segment. As they t- might be in Creed too, <laughs> as we as we talked about last week. Uh, you know, we 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 thought it'd be a good idea to kind of just lightly touch on um, teams that haven't participated in the NFL International Series. Uh, that started and originated in 2007. Last week, we talked about the Philadelphia Eagles, and Ambassador Skinny uh, gave us uh, his top three players in, in franchise history. Uh, today, we want to talk about the uh, lightly t- touch on the Tennessee Titans and the Houston Oilers. Uh, Brother Les, you're going to give us, uh, in your opinion, the top three players. Uh, in in the in the franchise history of the Tennessee Titans, his, uh, Houston Oilers. That's a franchise uh, that came about in 1959 by Mr. Bud Adams, uh, who is still the owner of that franchise. They actually uh, are originators of the AFL, which is the American Football League. It started out as a 17 league, um, and uh, they started in uh, in Houston. As the Houston Oilers, 1960-1996, they actually were the first champions of the AFL. And then in 1996, um, as as is the story of, of almost every franchise in football, uh, you go to the fans of a particular city. You say, hey, we want you to pay for a new stadium. <laughs> the fans say, no, go fuck yourself. And then you say, well, I'll take my team and move. And so then they moved to Nashville. Uh, they were the Tennessee Oilers for two years. And Tennessee. then they... Became the Tennessee Titans. Actually, the name Oilers is retired in the NFL so that no team can actually adopt that nickname. So when the Houston, when Houston Bob McNair paid a a billion, that's a capital (laughs) B, a billion dollars to have a franchise in Houston, they started with the Houston Texans. But we want to talk a little bit about the um, about the the Oilers Titans franchise. Let's give me your top three players and why uh, for that franchise. Top three. Um, I'm gonna start with three. Yes. So, so, so <laughs> unlike Skinny, you're, unlike skinny, you're, you're willing to pin order. down yeah, and pin say this is what the order. There's is. an order. Yes. I'm I'm gonna start with Bruce Matthews. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Fight on, baby. 19 years played. Mm. All for the Oilers and Titans. Yep. Titans. Uh, he's the only player from the Titans that's in the Hall of Fame. 
Uh, 10-time All-Pro, 14-time Pro Bowler. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame as a guard and a center. 296 games played as a <laughs> 296 games played <laughs> as an offensive lineman, the most in NFL history. Yeah, um, he's actually second behind Brett Favre for total games. And then his family tree. Oh, bloodline. I mean, my goodness! You have his father, his brother, his son, and two nephews yeah. all play professional football at a very high level. Genetics are a thing. Yes, for <laughs> real. <laughs> uh, it is for real. <laughs> Then we have number two, okay, Earl Campbell. Mm-hmm. That he, he the was the Tyler Rose. The Tyler Rose. I got family from Tyler, Texas. Where my mama from? Tyler. Okay. Hi, mama. Hi, mama. <laughs> Hi, mama. Let that he, girl eat some ribs, Kenyon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Les. He know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I mean the mama. <laughs> Earl Earl Campbell. He didn't have time to run around people. No. Nah. He wasn't he interested didn't. in that. He wasn't interested in that. <laughs> he wanted to run straight through them. Yes. But let, let's run down a little stats. Seven years as an Oiler, 8,500 yards, 74 touchdowns. Jesus Christ. Five-time Pro Bowler, three times All-Pro, Rookie of the Year, League MVP, three times Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, that's amazing. One of the top running backs in NFL history. Okay. He's not in the Hall of Fame? He's an no, he, w- he said, he said, Texan. Uh, as a Texan. Yeah, Titan. 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 He's a Titan. He's, he's, a, like he's an Oiler. Only, only, only one Titan. Texan. Only one I mean, Titan. Only one Titan I, is in yeah, the Hall yeah. of Fame. He's a Houston Oiler. Ah, thank yeah, you. you. see that? Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Les, um, break it down. Talk your shit, Les. But because of the way he played... Mm. At 46, he couldn't make a fist. Yeah. Walked with a cane. Had drop foot. He could have just nerve, been a pimp. Which nerve damage in the foot. Can barely walk. Addicted to pain medicine. Yikes. Um, and that's... Is he, he still gave alive? alive? Yeah, still alive. Was, was alive. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and, and that's because he gave... He left everything on the field. Yeah, so he, he left did. everything. He on left the field. his body on the field. for real. Yeah. He, his nah, best he was, friend is Ronnie Lott. Yeah, <laughs> nah, he was a real dude. Earl yeah. was a real. Yeah, um, they ran him in the hole though. They yeah. did, and he ran through the hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ran through the hole and left blood. Yeah, um, number one, Warren Moon. Yes, Warren sir. Moon. Yep. Talk um, about Mr. Moon. Y'all know how I you, feel about Warren. You know, Moon. And, and the thing, the thing about him is, I mean, his numbers are spectacular. Yeah. But, I mean, to think that he wins the Rose Bowl, MVP of the Rose Bowl for the Washington Huskies, and NFL, the old good old boy network, was talking about the how The good old he, white boy network. Let's make sure <laughs> we get that clear because that man was a great quarterback. He was a great yeah. quarterback. And they said, we don't believe black men have the intelligence to play quarterback in the NFL. So you know what he does? He says, guess what? I'm going to go to the CFL. Because Canada has free, <laughs> free medical. Free <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm moving to Canada. Hey, hey, real talk. Shout out to Canada. My boy uh, Eric Big Perm said he's moving to Canada. No lie. I, I t- I'm telling you. Shout out, Perm. Omar, what did I text you two days ago? I went to go get my passport, and I was joking. You no, know, he already went through the FBI shit. It's a done deal. I'm going. I told Omar. I said, Omar, I said, I'm at the at, at the post office right now. Re-upping on my passport. Can you put the and camera like, on me, Raina? So I'm moving. Uh, Raina. To, I'm right. moving the camera. So are you gonna be on Skype too? I know he was talking about I was drunk, but that was yesterday. 
<laughs> was it yesterday? Yes. What did I say two days ago? Yes. Uh, I was like, I'm moving to Canada. That's a real thing. Folks in the in the UK understand. There are plenty of people out here that are seriously contemplating the move to Canada. So Warren Warren Moon was the he was he was the he was the pioneer of that. Yeah, he definitely was. Went there, won five Grey Cups, which is their yeah, version of the, of the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Um, after that, there was a bidding war for him when he, <laughs> to come back to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he came back to put his numbers into perspective. Mm, yes. If Say you were again. at perspective. Oh, because this sounds like something else. <laughs> That's to a drunk mom. <laughs> to her. No, you said perspective. <laughs> but it's fine. Go ahead. That's um, cool. To put his numbers in perspective. Is that better? No, no, no it wasn't. No, no. Hey, let's, hey. Um, let's, let's just move to the next word. Um, <laughs> See, oh, hey, you know what get to. He would be top five in touchdowns mm-hmm. and top three in yards. Yeah. If yeah. you include his CFL, CFL time. I mean, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and it's a shame that he couldn't get in until – Five years later, yeah. after he and graduated. to this day, I was, the two prettiest spirals I've ever seen is Dan Marino and him. So, last, let me ask you: in in your mind, in in the pantheon of quarterbacks, considering what he did in the CFL, and also including Doug Flutie, because we don't want to seem like we're racist or discriminatory in any way, because he had a a distinguished CFL career. Where would you put Warren Moon in the pantheon of NFL quarterbacks? Well, I don't think Doug Flutie's up there because he didn't have the NFL I just, time. I, I just want to, you, you know okay. what I'm saying. Um, he had Flutie flakes, though. He w- <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you uh, said you wasn't, but then you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's called an underhanded compliment. <laughs> a backhanded compliment. Um, With all I, I, would, I would have to put him in the top. Ten? I was going to say, is top he top ten? ten? That's yeah, Okay, ten. if he's top ten, who are nine before him? Um, I mean, you know, for me, I, I think he's tough, top yeah. four. And, and the thing about it is, you think you, he's top four? Yes. Yeah, name really? so, so who is he better? So, okay, I might regret okay. this in 20 minutes. <laughs> but who is he? No, I want to know who. Seriously, who is he better than? Top four. So who? Well, actually, yes. Give no, me no, the three no. ahead of him. <laughs> the, the, Give me okay. the three ahead of him. Dan Marino. Okay. Peyton Manning. Okay. The the better question is, who do you think is better than him? No, I know who just, I think is better than no, him. No, who's the third one? Who do you one? think is better than him? But who's the third one? Who do you think is better than him? I understand, Omar, but who's the but third who one? Who do you think is better than him? I will answer correct. that. I'm just asking. I'm, okay, so who's the I third will answer one? Because you, you said four. No, because I said, you said Forget four. I said that. Who do you think is better than one? <laughs> <laughs> you said it didn't take 20 minutes to regret that. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. <laughs> really no, seriously. Forget I said it. Who do you think is better than Warren Moon? I would take Marino. Mm-hmm. I, I said that. I take Elway. I take Manning. I take Brady. I disagree. Now, um, now you've always brought up Super Bowls. He couldn't make it to one. He couldn't get. He couldn't make it to one. But his, do you remember his last game as a Houston Oiler? When he broke five tackles, he was up by five touchdowns, and that defense let them come back, and they lost. He had a horrible team. That he was the only one. I'll never forget that game. Yes, <laughs> that like put him in the in the Patriots uniform. 
He doesn't lose to the Giants. Who was who was who was another? Is did he have that kid was ridiculous? Did he have another? Did he have another player? Because like okay, like, like just to go okay, Marino. Marino had the the Duper Clayton. Yeah, the Marks he, brothers. He had the Marks oh brothers. God, give him Gronk. Uh, he had uh, okay. Peyton Manning had Reggie Reggie Wayne mm-hmm. and the guy who we won't talk about. Give him Moss and Edrin Moss and Marshall Falk to an extent. Elway even had Terrell Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Favre had a whole host of characters. Who did Warren Moon have? Somebody. What was the What was their core name? Um, they They had the four. Was it? They weren't the Smurfs, right? No, nah, was, the Smurfs no. was, Washington. was Washington. That was okay. the Redskins. Now they had uh, the G- Givens. Um, Come on, Jeffries. You struggling with the names, Jack? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Givens, Jeffries, and that's my point. I, I listen. I'm I'm trying well, to run with you and because yeah. if, if I don't run with you, we might this show. Give him the murderer. But who? If he had the murderer, oh my god! Oh, I'm sorry. So Marvin <laughs> Marison, my bad. Did he have any? Let's. I mean, he, did you they, can think they, of? Who, did he have anyone? He. They did have a system. The run yeah. and shoot, which Sam White, which mm-hmm. we talked about before. That you whole, still need players. The offense. I. I'm yeah. not. Listen. I'm not disagreeing with you, Omar. I'm just. It's a. It's a valid point. When you think about the top quarterbacks, they all had someone. I don't think Warren had anybody. He definitely didn't have a running back. I don't think he had anybody like we just say. A just top. give me a person. He didn't have anyone. No, he didn't have anybody like that, which that's why I put him in the top ten. I right. can't put him top five why without not? a Super Bowl. I can't. Yeah. And I'm surprised but you, you can can't. put Dan Marino in the top five, right? No. <laughs> He's I, one I of the greatest corner, uh, quarterbacks but this, of all time. This, but this is the thing for me. You always talked about Super Bowl wins. Every show I've we've done. I've never talked about Super Bowl wins. Are you kidding me? I've never. <laughs> wait, hold on Are a second. Talking? Hold on a second. Yeah. I've always had Dan Marino as one of my top quarterbacks. He's no, never won a no, Super Bowl. No, you can't we, tell me when I we, didn't. When we've discussed any kind of no, top No, you got me mixed up with Devin. You got me mixed up with Skinny, <laughs> Joe. <Yeah. laughs> I talk about their <laughs> arguments about Super Bowl wins. We can Kevin, never Kevin. confuse. I need you, Kevin, right now, Kevin. I need you. Um, Kevin, let's you talk got, about it. Kevin, you got anything? My, well, give me, a, yeah, give me a, I, I, a specific experience where I've said a Super Bowl win is more important than something else. Give me a specific experience since you brought you know, it up. Um, oh, you, you texted to me one day, so hold on. Let me while I'm pulling that up. I, I, I do think I don't know if it's fair necessarily. Since to I put, texted to you, bring it up. Nah, let's talk about it. Because I know what y'all argue about. Safe word. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, you can't bring it up. Prove me wrong. Okay. When we well, my, when, when we talked about Tony Dungy and, and Tom Coughlin. Yeah, yeah. um, what about it? Um, who you, had two versus one who yes, was a better coach. Yes. Yeah, Super Bowls. Super Bowls. You, we talked about Super Bowl yes. wins. Yeah. What, I don't understand. We're talking about players, right? You're talking about coaches. We are. But we're, we're talking, talking about, about Super Bowl wins, right? But the point is, is that you, you're, the point is that you said Super Bowls were the that like that means something. Like I don't care; yeah. it didn't matter. You, you, he didn't win, and he that didn't was win. In a, and that was in the concept of ownership talking about coaches. Yeah. So you, it, that's like saying Dan Marino is not a great quarterback because he didn't win a Super Bowl. Who said Dan Marino wasn't a great quarterback? No, I did not. He's not in your top five. He's one of the best quarterbacks so, so that ever lived. So he got. A, he is one of so the top listen, three listen, quarterbacks listen, that ever lived. Listen. So if he's not in the top ten, he's not great. If he's not in the top five, he's not top three. He's not great. So there's only three great quarterbacks. Name somebody better. There's only better. three great quarterbacks. Name somebody there's better. There's only three great quarterbacks. Or is Name that what you're telling me? Better. I pick Brady over him, and I hate I Brady. 
<laughs> I would. I hate Brady with a passion. Wouldn't. You wouldn't pick Brady over Marino if Brady was in. If okay, my one of my tests is always switch him. If Brady was in uh, Miami. Would Brady have the stats that Dan Marino have? Would he be as successful with as Dan Marino was in Miami? Yes, Kevin, Prove and you're it. full of Prove shit. It. You know you Kevin, are. Kevin, are you going to say? You know I, you are. I, I, I mentioned you mentioned quarterbacks. Um, well, first, my question was: Did anyone have a different top three? And I don't know if we can talk about Tennessee or talk about the Titans without uh, the Mac Nine, Steve, Steve McNair. McNair. Rest in peace. I feel like, granted, I don't think he's better than those three players, but you can't talk about this franchise. I got without one. him. I, got I mean, one, in my Kevin. personal opinion, he's the toughest quarterback I've ever seen play. Yeah. I, I, think I agree. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that, baby. That was a sad Fourth of July right there. Yeah, yeah. man. He's one of my favorite all time. Can we talk about 05, though? Who's 05? 05? Uh, last year there. No, no, no. USC. Versus Texas national championship game. That was for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Single handedly beat USC. I still blame that on Frosty Rucker. So, who was that guy? Was did, did, anyone have, did anyone have a different topic? Thank group? you, Kevin. Did anybody have a different topic? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think, I, I don't think those. I think there are some honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Eddie George, Eddie George, yeah. Mike Munchak, yes. who's actually yes. the yes. the the coach for the Tennessee Titans yeah. today, but he was every bit as good as Bruce Matthews, but just yeah. didn't do it for as long. Not as long, yeah. Um, but I think in that in terms of that franchise and contribution to the franchise, he is equally significant. Yeah. Um, I remember watching uh, Eddie George, White, Billy White Shoes, and mm. thinking Eddie George was. Bigger than everybody else. I didn't pick his Eddie George because <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick Eddie George because of what Fifty Two did to him every I was time they played. Yeah. He had a problem with Ray Lewis. Oh <laughs> man, he had Ooh. a problem with light skin and green eyes. But <laughs> 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 working against the Beijing, the Beijing, the Beijing had something for the light skin and the green eyes. That wasn't working. <laughs> that was a big kid who can run the ball. Uh, yeah. yeah, he had the he widest. Like, he had the widest running back stance I've ever seen. Yeah. That was the other thing. I he always was, thought his he legs was, was big way Marcus out here. Allen. Well, think about that backfield because he you always had, went forward. You had six six two six three. Steve McNair was two forty. Yeah. Then you had Eddie George at six three two forty five. Right. Yeah. You couldn't tackle either one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that was a, that was a problem. Each one could block with the other. Shout out to Steve McNair, though. He, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Kevin, saying that he was the toughest quarterback that I have ever seen. And yeah. um, I wish he would have won the Super yeah, Bowl. That, that play St. in the Lewis. Super Bowl gives me chills every time yeah, I see him. He man. breaks the three tackles. Yeah. And he, he single-handedly tried to do it. Which yeah. was Warren Moon-esque. Yeah. Which was like, <laughs> and the respect was there. Yeah. I think, you know, I, and we're not going back. We're going to move on to the bad name ballers. But it is a really interesting conversation and and really think about Warren Moon's place within top quarterbacks because he really did not have the sort of help that the quarterbacks that you would put in that top rank that mm-hmm. they had. Um, they had a system and you can't discredit the system. The, a, a, a system, yeah. and to your point, like when you talk about Brady versus Marino and swapping them, I think the system, the system that Brady is playing yeah. in now, if Marino was in that system with the sort of release that he had, oh my yeah. god, yeah, you know, I, so it, the system matters, and I they definitely, to Devin's point, 
uh, Warren Moon definitely played in a system run and shoot that was definitely ahead of its time. But he he did. I mean, but if he, he also did it in different places. Remember, he played till he was like forty two, and when he, he did. when he played Minnesota. in uh, Minnesota, yeah. he put yeah. up numbers. He put up numbers. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely good. Um, uh, last point on McNair. If, I mean, I'm sorry on Warren Moon. If you wouldn't mind, he mentioned when he was uh, on Monday Night Football that he would shave the the the, the nail on his throwing fingers so he could. Spin the that ball spiral. through a perfect spiral. That's, That's what I say. Him, him and Dan Marino had the prettiest spirals I've ever seen. Yeah. 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 All right. Before we get to our hot topics, we want to uh, introduce or announce uh, two new members of the Bad Name Ballers. Um, this week, we're going to introduce our two safeties. So in the secondary uh, we have we have one cornerback, but we need to add some safeties there. And and these guys are our safeties because their last names are very safe. They're very they're very mundane. But the first names, they are special. they're special. <laughs> uh, our free safety is our actually our 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 strong safety is uh, is a Kansas City Chief running back. Actually, is playing right now as we speak. Um, for me, he was my 2015 fantasy football MVP. Uh, his name is Mr. Charkandrick West. I'm going to say it again for you. It's Charkandrick West. Can we have Rena say it? Is it? If she had a mic, Rena. we'd have her say it. Wait, she said, I could turn my mic around because the way shout she it, said Rena, it, shout it. She was like Charkandrick. He's from. Uh, Wait, is it Char or Char? It's Char. char it's it's char. char, baby. As in lettuce. As in as in charcoal. <laughs> uh, both of these guys that we're going to announce today, they both were started off as practice squad players. Char Kendrick, uh, he's a backup for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's from Louisiana. Apparently, his first name is the, it is his biological father's name. Um, There's two of these motherfuckers? For those of you, for those of you that are not familiar with um, American culture, uh, he's from Louisiana, down south. And they do a lot of different things with their names down there. <laughs> and so, Charkandrick West is our strong safety. I was wondering where you was going yeah, with that. I went. You saw where I went. Our free safety, and he's at a, it's a great position for him because his name is Dreamius, Dreamius. Smith. And he's not from the Matrix. He's definitely not from the Matrix. <laughs> but, red or blue pill, baby. But if, he's, but if his name is Dreamius, he's a free spirit, so we mm-hmm. figured we put him at free, free safety. safety. Yeah, let him roam. Um, and his last name Smith, which is probably the most common American surname you can have. Mm. And so he's a safety, you know, so he's they're, they're protecting us. We got Smith and Wes in the back. You is Sharkandrick a junior or is it just... No, no, no. Charkandrick West. He's not a junior. Mm-hmm. It's just, but they said that that's, it could have been the middle name, his biological father's right. middle name. I don't know, but it originates from like him. George W. Bush and George H. W. Bush. We couldn't find any sort of history on Dreamius Smith, except that <laughs> um, he's out of West Virginia, went to West Virginia, actually backed up two current running backs in the NFL, Mr. Charles mm-hmm. Sims mm-hmm. and Mr. Wendell Smallwood. Wendell Smallwood's in Philadelphia. Charles Sims is in Tampa Bay. Um, he was a uh, uh, he was drafted by the San Diego Chargers. Mm-hmm. He's currently on the practice squad for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So we're we're rooting for Mr. Dreamius Smith. But those are our two. No, we're not. We're actually. We're <laughs> you're right. You're not because he's not. a Steeler. But <laughs> we look anywhere else. And Dreamius, we got. I you. don't know. You'd be happy if Dreamius is playing. In you're a right. Weeks. But you were going to say with the, with them in the back, they got a special little nickname. Yes, yeah, Smith and West. 
Yeah, Smith and mm. West, son. <laughs> <laughs> Smith and West, Bucktown, baby. All right, let's get to our hot topics. Um, and so this week for our hot topics, we want to talk about injuries. There's been some big injuries, mm. and we're going to talk about the injuries and their impact. Uh, first, we're going to start with Mr. Earl Thomas in Seattle. Um, mm. broke, his, broke his tibia. Uh, it, was a, it, was, it didn't look good. It was definitely yeah. a nasty injury. Um, he is the quarterback for that defense. Mm-hmm. And so the question I want to put to you guys, and Kevin, I'll start with you. Um, I mean, a lot of us pick Seattle to win that division. I think they'll win the division, but are they in trouble? I would say at least for this Sunday, hmm. I do. Um, going up against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in Lambeau, uh, to not have your quarterback at that defense, we saw how they struggled against Tampa Bay. Um, I, I think it's going to be a problem for them. Um, definitely moving forward, he he kind of he kind of makes up for when when Richard Sherman gambles or when those other guys get beat deep. You know, he, he's always there to hold them down. Yeah, um, and I mean, he's but, the go. Now I was just going to say, I think long term, if if he holds true to his his statement about retiring, I think it's it'll definitely hurt them. I don't think he will, but in case if he, if he does, that's a that's a major hole to fill in that second. See, day. I think it's a motivational thing. Which is why I'm not worried about them this week. I think he's standing up saying, y'all need to take care of this. And there's very few defenses where one person can be missing and the rest of the people are going to stand up. Seattle is one of those defenses where people stand up. And when they stand up, nobody can beat them. I'm going to tell you, in that cover three defense that they run, though, Earl Thomas is critical because Cam yeah. Cam basically is an in-the-box safety. Yeah. He's a strong safety. He's an in-the-box safety. He's there for the run. Earl Thomas is the he's the insurance policy for that zone defense, and there are yeah. holes within that zone. Richard Sherman is good. Very rarely do they have him travel with, with an no. elite receiver. But I think not having Earl Thomas – I think it's critical. I don't think that they score enough as it is. Right, they have problems. And now their defense is not. Uh, is is they're they're missing they're missing a huge piece there. And I yeah. think that it if I think the happiest team for that injury has got to be the Dallas Cowboys. Well, that's, that's I mean, what I was going to say yeah. because I, I think personally he is the number one safety in the league, mm-hmm. and they have a you know the embarrassment of riches because they have the number two safety in the league with Cam, but they are not the same team on the road. So if they continue, if they win their division, they stay the course as the number two seed and Dallas stays the course. Mm-hmm. If they meet up in the playoffs, they can't win on the road. They, yeah. they can't. I mean, and, and if you talk about how great this defense is, going back to their Super Bowl season, they only uh, seven starters from their team are no longer on the team, mm-hmm. including uh, Earl Thomas now. Yep. So they only have half of the original Legion of Boom. Yeah. So that's a that's a big difference, especially when it, when you're in the system and you have someone else trying to come in and replicate an All Pro or yep. Pro Bowler and the best at his position in the league. Yep. You can't really account for that. I mean, like there's things that he can do instinctively that someone else can't do. Good luck, Steve Terrell. Yeah. So we I, need to see. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask. I know. So uh, Steven Terrell's filling in. Does anyone know anything about this kid? All I know is the first play after he got hurt. It was a 50-yard bomb. So, I mean, that tells me. <laughs> Cam went Wait. right to Teddy Ginn. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I was still not to do this, but what's the score of the game? It's, it's 21-13. Mm. Two, a minute, minute 56 left. Uh, minute and 24 minute left. It's a wrap. Damn, son. Yeah. 
and the other team got the ball. Yeah. Um, Les, let me ask you: uh, you are you buying the retirement hype? Are you no. buying? It? Nah, he, no, nah, he got love. For I don't game. think anyone is. I don't yeah. think anyone's really buying it. But he isn't. He isn't having surgery on. He's not doing surgery on it. But maybe that's just because he knows he's done. But that's the thing. The that's the thing with Twitter is you know it's in the moment. Right. Like, yeah. In the moment, he was like, "I don't want to go through this shit no more. I've been here for a long time. That rehab is not easy." And he was talking yeah. about stakes. He was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to be careful. I mean, our president elect loves Twitter too. He can say anything as well. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> the next injury is uh, Mr. Rob Gun- Gronkowski, and we we talked about it a couple of weeks back when it was announced mm-hmm. that he's done for the year. The thing that's interesting with Grunk is that uh, his agent, which is Mr. Drew Rosenhaus, <laughs> Wony. Was <laughs> was quietly trying to get the Patriots back to the negotiating table. Not anymore, baby. Um, because there was a $10 million option that the Patriots picked up that he got paid. But listen to this. They have him under contract until 2019. Right? Yep. Okay, next year, Rob Gronkowski, who was without question the best tight end in football, is only going to be making $4 million next year. Mm. The year after that, he'll be making eight. And then in his final year in 2019, he's making $9 million. The franchise tag number for tight ends is $9 million. This is why Mr. Rosenhaus was trying to get back to the table. Too late. This is the third <laughs> back surgery for Grunk. Mm. He left college early yeah, because of his back. Um, the best question you can ask the Patriots is who's the best tight end in the draft? <laughs> I guarantee you they draft somebody. <laughs> As a fuck you to Drew Rosenhaus. Well, I mean, and take your nine million and shut the fuck up <laughs> because that's what the Patriots do. You either down with the Patriots way or you can go. That is the Patriots wow. thing to do, but yeah, I don't. I don't go. know if they do that. I mean, why not? Because they got the black unicorn who right, is they a have, good tight end. They have absolutely nobody else to stress the field. They have no other playmakers. Who, that's this Hogan, year. Amendola, he's hurt. Uh, Edelman, he's five ten. This dude has so, missed, he missed five games in 2012. Okay, yeah. he missed nine in 2013. Who do wide receivers now in this free agency? Uh, Alshon. Alshon. If if Belichick goes to Alshon and says, "Hey, come on down," you think he's gonna say, "No, nah, I'm gonna stay with the Bears." But even even with his injuries, <laughs> if the money. Ain't even right with his well. injuries, he's played in 88 games. Yeah, 68 touchdowns. I listen. I listen. Can I you get rid of that. You're not going to get rid of it. You're going to say, "Listen, this Keep is the con- this is the contract, the contract you signed." You have and the thing is, is that his buy. Con- the, the, so for him, the big thing and the reason why he actually left college early was to seek the security of the of of a contract. And so when mm-hmm. he was able to get this deal, he specifically wanted a long term deal. So he signed a six year deal. He got a lot of money up front when a lot of those games that he missed that you're talking about mm-hmm. was at the front end of that deal. Yeah. So now. The chickens have come home to roost. And also, <laughs> the only time you can you can sit out or threaten to sit out is if you think you have leverage. You can't do that against Belichick because he doesn't give a fuck. You can sit out. He's going to say, sit out. We're not paying you nothing. <laughs> you can either play and and chime in to this way that we do or buy. And, and Gronk has to know that. Buy Gronk or come get this money that you have for four million to Cav. Yeah, 
I will say I think the better question is how much time is left on Aaron Hernandez's sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Touché. I mean, touche, motherfucker. <laughs> but no, nah, but no, nah, I do. I do agree with Omar. It's 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 tough to tell with with Belichick because yeah. he 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 has he does a great job of keeping that core intact, but he he also knows when to cut ties. Like, all right, brother, we we not we're not going to overpay for anyone. We can live without you. And that's another thing. If if you if if you are Drew Rosenhaus, and this is an interesting game of, I guess, chicken. Where if if you're Rosenhaus and you still do try and press the issue, do you run the risk of Belichick just being like, all right, well, we don't need you. Who's the GM of the Patriots? Bill Belichick. Okay. <laughs> and just and just I mean, but and just re- and just cutting the cord. The religion is real, though. It's not yeah. like you can't. Like they have ex players who would rather lose a job than talk bad about the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you have to believe wholeheartedly it's a cult it's a cult (laughs) and if you don't believe buy and and gronk knows this more than anybody because his life is what it is because of the patriots the patriots are who they are though because of gronk i get it but they've also but they've also traded for a a good uh tight end that's not as good as him nowhere near but he's good Mm. and they have so many draft picks next year is ridiculous, and they have so much money. Like the, the they are in a so a, a, a position that is so superior yeah. to his that it doesn't matter what they, he does. They they are they are in the catbird seat, but when you have a weapon like that, yeah, that NFL defenses have to game plan for week in and week out. And what you, you do to- is the same thing I said in Buffalo. Making right. him assistant coach. <laughs> <laughs> so the final injury was uh, Mr. John Pierre Paul for the New York Giants. Uh, he of seven sacks, three forced fumbles. He has eight pass defenses. Actually, for that defense where they spent $100 million in the offseason, um, he has helped those newcomers, namely uh, Snacks Harrison, uh, Olivier Vernon, uh, Janoris Jenkins, actually perform well, acclimate. Their defense is better. They went from being worst to middle of the road. Did you say which... he gave them a hand? In... <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually say that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and so, you know, they've got Dallas coming up Sunday. Mm-hmm. They've got, which we're going to talk about that game later. They've got Detroit, Philadelphia, and Washington. Less... Is this a is this a game changing loss on their behalf? He's out with the sports. He had a sports hernia surgery, so he's core, out for the rest of the season. Core yeah. or something too. I do think it it affects them a lot. Over the last three games, he had five and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was coming on. He had yeah. one and a half in the first nine games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a game changer for them. I just think that their defense, their offense, like we've talked before, isn't. What they don't it's supposed score. to do. Yeah, it's not. It's not it's doing not what it's supposed to do. They don't yeah. score. No running game yeah. at all. Um, if you can shut down those wide receivers, then you can shut their offense down. Well, if you can get in one of their heads, then you shut the whole offense down. <laughs> just one of their. Yeah, just one. <laughs> um, so yeah, JPP. He he had started balling, and I think that's going to be. A I think for I them. think the biggest thing that's that is going to affect them is the fact that. All the pressure and all the double teams are going to go to Vernon now. Yep, like, right. He he released some pressure for him to be able to get absolutely off the team because yeah. he's number one team number one on the team in sacks. Yep, they're going to double him all day. Like who else do they have? Yeah, I mean JPP is at least at the very least he's a leader, so right. he can give the coaches a hand with. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Uh, that was the end of the statement. Yeah. No, but, but <laughs> just, yeah. he just wanted yeah. that yeah. out there. He just wanted to put that out here. But I, I have a question for you, Ken. This was also a prover year for him. It was. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> show us what you got. <laughs> show us what you got. Because, I mean, we'll we, show you we, our head. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, all jokes aside, we we we've been what joking on we we've been joking, we've been jo- we've been joking on that shit. But with the hand injury, the core, the core growing uh, hernia di- injury, this could be it. But yeah, so five year old. He's a he's a unrestricted free agent next year. Yes. Do they, do they pony up knowing Kevin? Did you just shimon? What happened? He shimon with three fingers. Um. Yeah, you have to. You think so? Yeah. I mean, he's he's proven that. You, you know, eight play. fingers is enough. Yeah. <laughs> eight is enough. I'm not participating. <laughs> He's proven that eight is enough. So I think, I think, I think you pay him. And I think when they when they either don't make the playoffs or they flame out in the first round because they can't get a pass rush and Landon Collins is no longer eating in the back end, yeah. I think that that's enough justification for them to pay the man. Because eight is enough. Because eight is enough. Eight is enough. <laughs> And I will say this: <laughs> that shit hit home for me because this. Does you only have eight fingers? No, the same day he blew up his his fingers. Oh my god! I was in Maryland with my family, and I was doing all the fireworks, <laughs> and my fingers were black when I was done. But I I easily see how it could have happened because. I was lucky, and I was like, "Okay, I'm never doing this again." And I don't, I don't get paid millions. <laughs> like, it, 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 you make you make that much money, you pay someone else to. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And That's- I was that guy. <laughs> so let's get to let's get to our our week fourteen game picks. Uh, the three games that we highlighted are first of all New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. Uh, then we've got the Sunday night game, Dallas versus the New York football Giants. And then finally, the Baltimore Ravens versus the Patriots. We will save the best for last. Uh, the Ravens versus the Patriots. The Saints versus Tampa Bay. We are all on the Bucks. Yeah. We've got the 7-5 Bucks versus the 5-7 and seven Saints. Evans. Uh, the Bucks four wins in a row. Uh, yeah. Jameis Winston, six touchdowns during that four-game winning streak, 68% uh, completion percentage. And two very impressive AFC West road wins. Yeah. They beat Kansas City a couple of weeks ago. Then they came last week, and they beat San Diego. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, because the Falcons have left the door left open, open. They have a chance. the Bucks can catch him. Or listen, the Saints. First of all, this Possibly. is this is round one. And guess who has turf toe? In two weeks, Julio Jones. In Ooh. two weeks, uh, it'll be a rematch between the Bucks and the Saints. Mm-hmm. If the Saints were, run the table, they end the season against the Falcons, yeah. so they could win the division. If the Bucks keep on winning, they can catch the Falcons because they're tied with them right now. Um, and don't the Falcons do this every year? They every year. Soccer, they do it every year. But the Bucks. I mean, we're, we're all on the Bucks. Um, I, I, and, I, and I did pick the Bucks, but it does feel like a game. I feel like the same way with them as I felt with the Dolphins last week where it's like, you know. And you, we haven't talked about that. You want, well, <laughs> the thing is you, you want to pick them, but then you, you realize, like, they, they can't handle this well, success. The, my thing is I this. think the Bucks. I don't know that the Bucks can handle this success. The, the biggest – Takeaway that I have from the Bucks in the last, well, since week five, they have a, a plus 12 differential in turnovers. Yeah, their defense so has stepped not, up a lot. They're not turning the ball over right, either. And, right. you know, Jameis was happy with it. Yeah. He was giving it to everybody. Yeah. So if you're not turning the ball over and 
all these they're basically in playoff mode because not only can they I mean they could possibly win the division how things fall out but they can also get the wild card because the Giants are in that number one spot but they just had an injury yeah they might hold on to it or not I don't think there's anybody else coming out of the uh, the West no and I don't think there's anybody else coming out of the North maybe Green Bay we'll see they have two games back yeah. I just doesn't it feel like though, Kevin, that it's you, we see this often in the NFL where it's like, okay, yeah, they got a four game win streak. Oh, they got a five game win streak. Oh, but who have they really beat? And can they really <laughs> handle success? That sort of thing. Sound like does, last week. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Does it feel like that for you with the Bucks? Or or you think it's something a little bit more real? Deja vu. I say I've I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> I, not sure who that smart gentleman was, but I, I do. I agree with you. It, it kind of feels like that game that the Bucks may not be ready to handle yet. Yes. But I, I simply gave them the advantage because they're home. The Saints um, on the road, you can't trust them. They're terrible. Yeah, yeah and that's, a, that's a, they're terrible. And then they the laid an egg. That game last week, I was hot. That cost me money, by the way. Yeah. That game last week, like, you know, that's a game for you to win at home. If you're serious about making a move, you mm. beat the Lions at home. Yeah. And they, it wasn't that they lost. It wasn't just that they lost. It was that they didn't score any points. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And they, and they win a dome. It's like, come on, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night game, we've got the Cowboys versus the Giants, a rematch of week one. Um, I think we are all on the Cowboys, we Les. We are. I've, yeah, I, I said probably about six weeks ago I was rolling with the Cowboys until they lost. Until they lost, so I'm with them. My thing is, I I picked the Cowboys, but I also think this could be a trap game for yes. the Cowboys. Yes, I I wanted to pick the Giants because I think this is this is a game you lose. This is a division game on the road. You've been rolling. You've been you haven't rolling. lost. Yeah, everybody's on. Everybody's You're, on your set. Yeah. They already beat them already, even though it was a long ass time ago. But then the JPP thing happens, and then I'm like, I, I don't trust. Them. How about and, they've, and they've had ten days off, yeah. and you know what? We've been expecting the Cowboys to lose. And football is about time of controlling the ball and stopping the run, and, and those all, are two things that the and Cowboys we're also do waiting very well. on Eli to have that 500 yard game that he yeah. like Joe Flacco year. did out the blue. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Show the shirt, Kev. <laughs> which leads, which leads me to the Monday night game, which I yes. really had trouble picking yes. because the Ravens do play the Patriots well. Talk about it. And if Joe Flacco, if he throws for four hundred yards every week, if he throws for three hundred yards every week, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with the Ravens. Let me. But then he throws for four hundred <laughs> yards against the Dolphins. <laughs> let me let me start the discussion with this. Proverbs eighteen twenty. Oh Lord! Oh my God! This, it's Sunday yet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wony, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and, and those who love of it eat of its fruit. Exactly, my brothers. Let's speak it to existence. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, I'm done. <laughs> I like. It. I okay, like let's 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 pick the Patriots. Less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always gonna pick against Baltimore unless they play in the Cleveland. Damn. He spoke about Cleveland like Trump talk about black people. <laughs> the blacks. The Cleveland. You know, they, they're going up north to New England. Um, I don't think that matters. It doesn't matter. At all. I, I, I think it will. Let's see. I mean, without Gronk, it'll be a tighter game. I pick the I Patriots, see, too. I also have, I also have uh. that feeling, like I said last week, who have they really beaten? Mm-hmm. So now you're going up against New England. I will give you all the props in the world. You guys beat them. But 
I don't think you guys. <laughs> Okay. I can care less about the Dolphins. What did he say? I can care less about the Dolphins. I said I feel like he said that about the Dolphins game, but I'm... no, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't say that about the Dolphins. It, not it at came all. up last week. Not at all. Who, you, no, no, it, it did. Came, it came up. What? You but said, not to not to be. Who had? No, I know. I just, I just, I just said that. No, I just you said, said that last week. I said it just now. I said it about Weston about who were they beating. I said that last week, and I'm saying it again this week. That's all he was brought up. Yeah, but I'm not saying that they didn't beat the they beat the Dolphins because they had beat somebody. No, I'm talking about the Ravens and who have they beaten. If you beat New England, you give them all props. I give them all the props. We only beat them two out of the last, like, four this year? been there. This year? Doesn't they matter. We're talking this year. Here's the thing. I, I, understand, I understand that what I will say as not being a Ravens fan is <laughs> the Ravens are one of the few teams, and maybe they're the only team, I think, that understands how to match the physicality of the Patriots. The Seahawks. I give I give the Seahawks that as well. They understand like they don't beat they understand that this is a game where you can't beat yourself and yeah. you gotta meet the physic you gotta match the physicality and not be afraid of Tom Brady. And and they do that. I'm gonna go to Omar because he also picked the Patriots. Omar. Why'd you pick the Patriots? Because I can't stand the fucking Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> because we got three guys on in, in our group of the ambassadors. Who live and breathe and dream and have nightmares yes. about purple and black? Sounds like a good life. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know what? Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> okay. Well, not to, not to be not to be a complete homer in this game. I found some interesting stats about Mister. Tom F. Brady. I know what he's going to say. Uh, he's going to say he throws the most picks against the Ravens and he plays them less than. No, I, I pre- again, I'll preface it by saying to not be a complete homer in this game. <laughs> but it's um, like Charlie Brown, last- right? Womp, womp, womp. Wah, 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 it's wah. actually a good stat if you would stop drinking and talking on the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have so been out of I'll- drink for the last 15 minutes. I'll start over by saying <laughs> Tom Brady. The last time Tom Brady played an entire home regular season game against an AFC opponent and lost was 2006, 10 years ago, which I think is outrageous. Um, and then especially for this game, Brady, they've mentioned all over TV, he's 6-0 and in home games against number one defenses, but you know we, we're not that defense. Um, so I'm not going to come out and say, oh, we're going to blow them out. I think it's going to be a great game. As, as Kenyon said, we always play them well, but we'll see. That's why we play the game. I think, um, in my opinion, and why I was torn, the argument for the Patriots is that they can their their quick passing game. I think Julian Edelman could do well, and I think that could be a problem. I don't expect Legarrette Blunt. This is not a Legarrette Blunt game. You mm-hmm. guys will be ready for them, right? But I think Edelman and finding the right matchups in that secondary. I think could be a problem. He's not going to hold on the ball too long because I think you guys' D line is going to whip the ass of the O line. Conversely, if I could, if if you could tell me that, if you could tell me Joe Flacco could get you two hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions, just that, then then I would be more comfortable with my Ravens. I picked the Ravens, but it's you know Joe Flacco really, and I don't know what it is, and, and, I, and I, I've asked you guys about it before. December. We'll talk about it later. He only shows up in December. I mean, man, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Truthfully. That's, I think As this is time. the same reason why I, I I went against somebody else. I think this is one of those games where Belichick shows why he is the best coach in the league. 
because this is a, this is the game where he steps up, where he needs to prove it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, this time we're not going to be playing ten yards off the damn ball. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you got. I mean, no, you got. You know, Ladarius Webb's healthy. Jimmy Smith is healthy. You know, I, I think. And I still think Edelman will, will 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 have his way. I think not having Grunk, you know, matters. If, but if the Ravens win, I'm picking them to go to to come out the AFC. Thank you, Omar. That Omar. Is so <laughs> okay. So we're going to get the fantasy going. We're going to get our shots ready because Omar real. is way drunk. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Make sure we record that. Yeah, 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 make sure, yeah, yeah, make sure we record that. Regardless of that, who else? Oh, the AFC West teams. I think. No, who else? Tell me. It's wide open, though. Oakland Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm picking. If y'all beat the Patriots, I'm picking y'all. Okay. Yeah. Raiders Omar. couldn't beat the Chiefs. <laughs> Wow. Shots fired. We could beat the Ravens. All right, let's get the shots ready. Kevin, give me your fantasy recommendations. Maybe not in January. We'll see. I'm going with Jameis Winston. (laughs) 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 Hey, I'm riding the David Johnson train till it falls off. Yes. And Mike Evans against the Saints. We're definitely going to devote some time next week to talk about Mr. David Johnson (laughs) because that guy is the truth. Omar. <laughs> I am picking the transcendent one. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh shit! Hey, <laughs> wait for it. Shh, shh. Matthew Stafford <laughs> versus yes. my Bears. Oh wow! Damn, that motherfucker gonna throw for four hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Evans Ooh. and Forte against the San Francisco 49ers. Death. Omar was uh, looking at my notes. <laughs> I'm also going with the transcendent one. I'm pretty sure that's the third time. Yeah. And uh, that's not good because I have Matthew Stafford. So I'm do also I. In a, I'm also, oh, really? So do I. I'm also okay. in a fantasy I, playoff where means, Matthew Stafford uh, is my that quarterback. That means you're going to throw for a buck 16. <laughs> but oh, I man. also have Mike Evans. Okay. But I think Shady McCoy is going to go nuts on the Steelers. In I the thought about weather. that too, but... The 49ers run defense. <laughs> it's so sex. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! I've got. I have Matthew Stafford and I have Deshaun Jackson because they're on my fantasy team. And to pivot, pivot off of what you said, Proverbs eighteen sixteen. <laughs> okay, I need to speak it into existence. I need Matthew Stafford and Deshaun Jackson to go off in my fantasy league. And then my final one is Mr. Terrell. Prior, why? Because oh. I sat here and said that the Browns were going to come off of their bye and get their win. <laughs> Terrell Pryor is going for two hundred and fifty hey. yards. Hey. Why, why, why did he put the pick in bold though? I put it in bold. I put it in bold. Hey, it's going to be all purpose <laughs> yards. <laughs> Throwing, running, <laughs> catching. Les, who you got? I got. Stafford. Oh, <laughs> That's all that bad. Means he, I know. He, he I getting hurt in the first quarter. <laughs> um, David Johnson, and then my flex is Tyrell Williams mm. from the Chargers. San Diego Chargers. Ooh. Panthers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This concludes 32 Kings Road My flex is almost Eifert. Uh, find us on social media everywhere. Shout out to Dome Headgear. We thank you so much for visiting with us, and we'll see you next time. Cheerio. LeagueAm.com. Find us. Shout out, shout out to Stoli Vodka. She was awesome. Shit out to it as well. <laughs> 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 <laughs>